Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Davis is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Happy Thursday to you, January 25th, 2024. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. We got Corey Price in the house because it's Trivia Thursday. So excited to have him here. Hope everybody's doing well. I feel like just on the way in. I don't know if I didn't get enough sleep. Everything just seems so foggy outside. You get, you get it? Crickets. Roush, yeah. Roush is giving me a smile. Really foggy. Yeah, right? that wasn't a smile. It was a smile. It was a smirk, if nothing else. And mm. I'll take it. Happily take it to start your Thursday morning. Uh, we've been. It's been one month. One month since Christmas. What do you think about that, Roush? Um, I, I'm, I'm not looking in the past. I'm looking forward because you know what today is. Today it's Thursday. 100 days till the 150th running of the Kentucky Derby. Oh, very exciting. <laughs> and it's exactly seven months until my birthday. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Even bigger. Even huge, bigger. Huge news coming from Corey Price. Justin Kalen, how are you? I'm the same as you, TJ. I was, I don't know if it's this weather or what, but I was very tired coming in. The brain's a little froggy, but it's, it doesn't help that it's froggy outside. Too, oh, so you got a frog in your throat? Frog in my throat. Feeling ribbity? <laughs> Very froggy outside. People say I sound like Kermit, so. Hmm. Who says that? I get We get texts oh, like. Come on, Justin. I don't, I don't know I if we've gotten texts to this show, but anytime I do Rutherford, somebody texts in about how I sound like Kermit. We have. We've, yeah. we've, we've, we've gotten them, we've, too. We've heard it's it It's because you're so riveting. Did you have a good Wednesday, <laughs> Scoots? Did you get into anything? No, not really. I mean, doing Rutherford now, I don't get home till about 7, so that leaves me very little time to do anything. Played a couple games of MLB The Show, called it a night. Went to bed. Did you win the games? I did. Yeah. 2-0. That's big. big time. You missed some good college basketball last night. I watched some of that. Yeah, I was debating flipping on some college basketball. I was, I, I've just had enough. Auburn, Alabama was just nutty. Um, the lights didn't work. So oh, I, I did see that. I yeah. was dealing with bedtime, and then this game was supposed to start at 7.30. Get done with bedtime around 8, and... I'm like, why is there 16 minutes left in this game? Like, what's going on here? And then realized, oh, Johnny Broom shut the lights out. 
quite literally. Like yeah, I think that was the only shot they made in the first yeah. half, and it was uh, it was uh, as the lights were going out. But that game that had a fun fun finish. Went it, down to the wire. It did. Alabama holds on. They get the win. They hand Auburn their first conference loss. So, what, Kentucky still just a game back. Yeah, that was big. Which ne- needed the tie to win. You didn't want to be two games back. So, you're still a game back. We it, mentioned the Arkansas-Ole Miss game. Gosh. We were saying we wanted Arkansas to lose. Don't want to give them any life. Make that game oh, just a t- they're, they're uh, dead. Uh, yeah. They're, they're, they're dead. They lost about 26. Or yeah. it was even more. It, I, I don't know what it ended up being. They, they, was, they were smoked. Uh, pretty it was, embarrassing It was over stuff. at halftime. Yeah. And then they, they didn't win the – they were down 12 at halftime. They lost by 26. You're right. Yeah. Beat down the, City, USA. Did, did you uh, chance like, get a seat at the end of that Auburn, Alabama? Yes. Because they had the dunk. Grant, or Grant Nelson had like a tip dunk. And they were like, oh, this is over. And Alabama went and fouled a three-point shooter up three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, and Auburn hit the first two free throws, missed the third that would have tied the ball game, and then we kind of went into a free throw shootout. But it was one of those like, you got to be kidding me, um, because the last that sequence there in the final two minutes back and forth was was very exciting, and they they left the door open, and Auburn couldn't take advantage of it. They Auburn also hit a three at the buzzer, like a meaningless three, and they they waved it off though. They, right? they waved it off. That was big I'll, for the spread though. A lot wasn't of people it? have that going on the spread. Yeah, uh, Auburn only hits five threes in the game last night, and again, nobody liked the way things went down Tuesday with UK and South Carolina. But hey, sometimes ranked teams lose to unranked teams on the road. Auburn last night that happened too. Uh, you've got you had a a couple. I mean, we've seen it all college basketball season, but. Illinois to Northwestern. Northwestern, not that great of a team, but Illinois top 10. Marquette did go on the road and beat DePaul because that's that's what everybody does. Colorado State on the road. They're a ranked team. They lost to Nevada. So it happens. It happens every single night, and it happened to UK on Tuesday. I'm still not thrilled about it, Corey Price, but it's not the end of the world. No, uh, we, uh, we've got plenty more chances to prove ourselves. we got uh, Tennessee twice, Auburn, uh, Bama, so... Yeah, yeah. The top of the SEC, Cats will will get their chances against you. Exactly right about that. We uh one one more game that was uh, LSU had a chance to force overtime at the buzzer, miss, lost to Georgia at home. So they they gave the, oh, the dogs a, a nice scare. That was a wild game. I, I was I'm having to do the the workouts at night instead of the morning, which I don't I don't love. It's just better in the morning. Yeah, so. I don't either. But it does like, having Here, sports to watch does make it go oh, a little it bit was awesome. faster and again i can't rave enough they're not a sponsor but i can't rave enough about youtube tv just the four box like the four box and then yeah. having a couple of different games seton hall providence was coming down to the wire mm-hmm. and then lsu georgia in that seven o'clock stretch and it was awesome just having both those games on and i could switch which one i wanted the sound on based on which one was wasn't in a timeout and which one was closer both of those games exciting bad home loss for seton hall to providence without bryce hopkins last night that's just life in the big east i suppose as they say but LSU Georgia was wild. Georgia was up two. LSU came down and scored. I, I don't know with like eight seconds left, and an, they got an and one, make the free throw. So LSU's up one. Georgia comes down. Georgia had been leading most of the game, and uh, unless I was mistaken, Georgia comes down. They score, get fouled, and one with about two seconds left. They make the free throw, so they go back up two. And then LSU gets an awesome look. They do a great play to get basically just a, a clean three from like right on the line. And what you know, when you think two seconds left and you got to go the length of the court, 
you're thinking about like a at best a 35 footer or 40 footer. They they threw it to like the baseline on the other end of the court and was able to get a three in that corner on that side of the corner and it looked like it was going in, which would have won the game on a two second buzzer beater, which would have been amazing. But it just kind of toilet bowled out. Georgia gets the home win over LSU. They're four and two in the conference. LSU three and three in the conference. Florida beats Mississippi State. Mississippi State now two and four in the SEC. That's not great. And then, as we mentioned, Ole Miss just pounds Arkansas to send them to one and five in the conference. There should be a blood in the water situation there. If it's if it's, I mean, it should be like a a body falling apart yeah, in the water, yeah. really more than anything. Cats yeah. cannot lose to Arkansas. If they do, then all the panic button or whatever you want to you want to hit smash break in case of an emergency you need to do that there's no reason for this Kentucky team to lose to Arkansas they're not very good it wasn't a, a great constructed roster and they're not playing hard at the moment so Kentucky's got to find a way to win that game Corey we don't want to keep you waiting we can get right into trivia whenever you're ready uh you said you worked out last night was it like arm day leg day what it last night was it was just uh like a, it was a twenty-minute full body exercise. So they hit on all all the parts, all the body okay. parts. Right, nice, <laughs> that's well. Um, <laughs> I have some, I have some, some news myself. Uh, oh, you know, I, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm on this show once a week, so I figured, you know, I might as well wait until now to say it. Um, I am pregnant, guys. Wow, <laughs> very exciting, Corey Price. Good stuff. Congrats! Yeah, thank you. That is that, that's great. Uh, was that what was the? Uh, he's, jo- he's joining the rest of the crew, being pregnant. Right. Yeah. What was the uh, Arnold? Uh, what was the movie where he was pregnant? A daddy daycare, kindergarten daddy, kindergarten cop. He was not pregnant. I'm a cop, you idiot. <laughs> Get to the chopper. It's but he went because there was the tw- was the twins. I don't I don't know what movie Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant. But there's in. a is that movie. The first trivia question. Yes. Yes. Which movie was Arnold Schwarzenegger pregnant with emotion? I do love that uh, Junior. I mean, it is. Oh yeah, Junior. Just, yeah. I mean, he's got on like the old lady glasses and is like getting an ultrasound. It's just. Uh, would that be like a problematic movie today, or would it be a totally accepted movie today? I don't. I don't know. Um, As part I, of the fertility research project, a male scientist agrees to carry a pregnancy in his own body. And Danny DeVito is the uh, <laughs> is the doctor. What a cast! Yeah, I find it uh, like Arnold went from like coolest action hero guy to doing comedies like that. Does he? I have never seen Junior. Does he deliver the baby? Uh, if so, C-section. Ar- Arnold always delivers, guys. Okay. He always delivers. <laughs> it's it's your choice to see this pro-life movie or would it be we don't know i've never seen it you've seen it roush clips just clips okay all right well what's the first question on the actual trivia well somebody let us know what happens in the movie junior we're playing the razorbacks saturday so this is about arkansas oh suck it razorbacks arkansas Kentucky has defeated Arkansas in the SEC Tournament Championship game four times. Can you name the only other SEC school that UK has defeated in the SEC Tournament Championship game at least four times? Okay. All right. Um, it's a good one. That is a good one to get us rolling. Um, because if you were to ask me which team is Kentucky beat most in the SEC Tournament, I would probably say, like in the SEC Tournament Championship, I'd probably say Arkansas. 
They're the most memorable ones. See, I, I would also think maybe Mississippi State could be up there. Yeah, the only question, so when they went to the Final Four in 98, would they have gone to the tournament championship and Kentucky beat them? There's a chance. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, let's, and I, we can remember in, John Ball, but is there yeah. another? Is there another? Let's just think of the teams Calipari's beat in the SEC championship. Although A&M, it's been a little longer. Yeah, out. actually, you're right. It's kind of it's spread uh, out. Yeah, it is spread out. You got Mississippi State. Florida? You got Florida. You've got Arkansas. You've got A and M. You've got Tennessee. I think. I would think that Florida during the Billy Donovan stretch. Arkansas again in seventeen. Because how many – Tubby, he won, what, three and four years? Yeah, but I only think one of those was against Florida that I can think of at least. Hmm. I think it was a blowout. Huh. This is this is can tough. We think, yeah, it is tough. I'm trying to think of the 2000s. And even from years past, um, you know, the 84 team that they celebrated last week and they beat Charles Barkley, but Auburn, they're not a mainstay. Mm-hmm. They're not. You want to go Florida Kentucky just has, from a tradition standpoint, but you got to also remember they did the S the SEC East and West breakdown. Although granted, that was never like East played only East until the championship, but they would seed it where like the SEC West would have the easier road and the SEC East theoretically would have the easier road. If you made me pick the team Kentucky's beat the most in the SEC tournament, it would be Alabama. They they knocked them out like every year. For, yeah, but that's the one team that we haven't really mentioned in terms of the conference championship game. All those seem like other ones. But I don't think they've ever... I mean, besides the Nate Oates here, that was their first ever tournament win. So they haven't gotten a lot of opportunities. Man, so really I wouldn't So I wouldn't, see it, I wouldn't say it's Alabama. Have we mentioned the team? We didn't mention Tennessee. And I don't remember Tennessee wins in the tournament championship. I think there's just maybe that one. Did they beat them in 17 or 18 in the championship? I thought that was the Final Four to get to the final, and then they lost the final with somebody. One of them very well could have been a semifinal game. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, what I, I can say a team, and you can say a team. You liked Florida, didn't I liked you? Florida, and I think your Mississippi State one isn't right. bad. I'll go Mississippi State. He'll go Florida. Very good chance it could just be Tennessee. What is it? It is Tennessee. Uh, Damn it. Scoot said with, Tennessee. With five. Uh, four, four of them are a long time ago. Uh, 1937, 1939, 1945, 1950, and then I mean, Corey, 2018. Why are we doing <laughs> trivia questions where the bulk of it is 1930? Just... It it happened, okay. <laughs> Just like Junior, it happened. All right, it did. Uh, it did happen. What was Kentucky's largest deficit against Arkansas in the 1995 SEC tournament championship game? Mm. One went to overtime, right? Correct. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, 13 points. Ooh, I was going to say 14. I would say 21. Ooh, close. They were down 19 in in, in the first half Ooh. and won 95-93. Nice. Yeah. Those games, too, just the uh, – That'd be electric. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was one I went back and watched during COVID because both teams did play fun basketball. It was like, let's just full court press you yep. <laughs> to death, which not, not seeing a lot of that in college basketball anymore. Uh, Kentucky is 9-1 all-time against Arkansas in the SEC tournament. Can you name the only time that Arkansas defeated Kentucky in the SEC tournament? Mm. The good thing is about most of these Arkansas questions, they have to be since 92. Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, do we remember? So, I remember. I don't, off the top of my head. I think this was a Georgia Dome one with Tubby. 
It could and be. I think it was Tubby's last year. That's that's what I'm I'm itching towards. Because wasn't wasn't there like some controversial free throw violation or something at the end of the game that Tubby yeah. shouldn't have lost? Like they shouldn't have lost, but they that got against, hosed. That was against no. Was it a Billy Gillespie goaltended a free throw? Yeah, I, I know that one. But in Tubby, Tubby had a controversial final SEC tournament game where he shouldn't have lost, and they lost because of. Some dumb call. Yeah, end. I don't remember it being against Arkansas. It might, that might have been Mississippi State too. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm struggling here. I would I would guess it would be a little bit more in the 90s because I remember. Yeah, maybe like 95. Like the something. Malik Monk game where they tried to like punch him. Um, yeah, you know got, there, there was a lot out. of those. 2015, I, they got blown out. Right. Uh, what Let, was that guy's go. name? The shooter, Buddy. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Buddy, Had the helmet Buddy, hair. Buddy Heald went to. But what's with, it, what is Oklahoma. his name, Buddy? You know what I'm talking about, though. The white guy who had the bad hair. He was their shooter. Yeah, they had Rodney Clark. That was way back in the day. Yeah, I don't think it was Rodney Clark. But nevertheless. All right, I'll go 95. It was the 2000 quarterfinals. That mm. was actually the only year that Arkansas has ever won the SEC tournament as well. All right, there you have it. They've only won one. Wow. Yep. Uh, Kentucky defeated Arkansas in the 1978 Final Four prior to them being in the SEC. Can you name the three SEC schools that UK has played in the NCAA tournament? LSU. Auburn. Yeah. That's two. One more. Auburn. I don't remember them playing Tennessee, but I would imagine when they did regionals by geography that happened. Can we think of any prior? Because Tennessee would be my my next best guess. Yeah, I I think it would probably be... Tennessee as well. I'm trying to think of go through the old. They got close to playing Florida, but they did not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'm, I'm fine with Tennessee. Okay, let's go Tennessee. It was Alabama in the 1986 Sweet 16. Ooh. That wasn't the year they played them four times. Though. The four times is LSU. Correct. Uh, well, they they, they they played both LSU and Bama f- four times that year. That's crazy. A lot of eight games. Yeah, glad they teams. changed up the formatting for that because that was that was silly. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of basketball. Can you name the five Kentucky players to score at least twenty-five points against Arkansas in Fayetteville? Antonio Reeves. Reeves got that yeah, one. one. Yep. Jacob Toffin. How many people did that? How many people so have done it? Five. In five. At least twenty-five. At least twenty-five. Toppin had. Didn't he have twenty-five? I don't know if he had twenty-five. That seems like a lot for Toppin. Maybe. But seems the guy I was thinking of earlier, TJ, seems, seems like a lot. Was Dusty Hannes. Pretty sure Sheboy did it the year before when they lost. Sheboy is one. Yep. So that's two. Okay. So I, I oh, think he had thirty. The game where Cal got thrown out to quickly score that many. He had a big game, but I don't. Not a bad guess, but I know I'm thinking more straight, recent. Would it be yeah. three straight thirty-point performances? I think that'd be three straight, but let's just think of some. I mean, to Jody Meeks, he had a huge game against Arkansas. I'll go Jody Meeks. Meeks is one. Okay. So there's two more. That game may have been at home that I'm thinking of, though. But he had a Ooh, huge scoring here's night one. against Arkansas. The game that Kentucky lost on the tip dunk, that was a good game. And I bet Julius Randle just ate him up. Yeah, we can go. I don't think he did have 30, but we can go it's Julius 25 Randle. 25 points, right? Or 25. Yeah, 25. 25. Yeah. I see Randall get 25. Not impossible. Julius Randall? Uh, no. Ah, Way to go, Roush. Jeez. Damn it. <laughs> I think the next, the Bogans. So the other two are Tony Delk in 1995 and Brandon Knight in 2011. Oh. 
Yeah, that I'm was sure, a, I'm sure they lost that game. I think it was a narrow loss in Arkansas. Yep. Which and, was just every mm-hmm. Did that team win an SEC road game? They did. <laughs> not not a ton, but not, they, yeah, they, not, they did. Not many. Mm-hmm. All right, can you name the three UK players to have three career double doubles against Arkansas? Career three career how many double doubles? Three. Three. All right. I would imagine Oscar, even with him getting into the fouls and whatnot, I would imagine he'd be one. Or would he have a chance for a third? Did he have a third game? No, he probably had exactly three. Yeah. Because they played okay. twice last year. All right, year, I'll go but... Oscar. Is he on there? He's not. Mm. Chuck Case. Nope. Oh, wow. We're just swinging and missing. Tayshaun Prince. Tayshaun's one. Woo! Woohoo! Hey. There we go. We're back. Um, Somebody from one of those 90s teams, for sure. Oh, um, yeah, it's hard picking those. It is. Because it's like I want to say Walter McCarty because he was big and scored a lot, but he was a little inconsistent. Did you say Antoine Walker? Did Let's he, go Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. Nope. Not, not no. No. What about right. AD? No, he wouldn't have played three games. Ooh. Oh, that's right. It that's is a three good point. Games. You could have some people that would play him three times in a season. You could have like a Willie Cauley-Stein on there. He played three years, too. Yeah, we'll go Willie Cauley Stein. Willie Cauley Stein's one. Hey! Okay. Right. We, got, we got through that one. There's we just need one more. One more. What? What? Give me a, like an era, like a time. Uh, late nineties. Okay, so that was kind of the ball. Yeah, be like Scott Padgett. Yeah, just mm. Maul McGlure. Oh, McGlure is, is actually it out. It is. All it is. Right. It is. All it right. is Jamal McGlure. There you go. When the devil comes trying to get me, gonna praise the Lord. Yeah. Is that the first time we got a question right? Yep. I've been waiting on it. Yeah, right. We've got no, I've we, gotten we, questions, we got right? Questions You've right. gotten parts of questions right, but you haven't got a whole yeah, question. Yeah, Corey asked right. for 13 part answers. <laughs> I've had ACTs that were less complicated. <laughs> what is UK's longest winning streak against Arkansas in Fayetteville? I don't know. Not uh, seven games. I'll go eight games. It's only four games. Boo. 2003, 2005, Boo. 2007, 2009. Boo. 2009, too. Oh, interesting. Boo. That's when Meeks scored uh, 45 points. Boo. He hit 45 at Arkansas. Yep. Oh, man. Jody Meeks, what a guy. Can you name the only time that an unranked Arkansas team defeated a Kentucky team ranked in the top 10 of the AP poll? Jeez, are you trying to speak it into existence? Yeah, what the <laughs> hell, Corey? What's your problem? Reverse psychology. All right, fine. You're just being a reverse jinx cat. Fair enough. Um, that, uh, so we got to think of, I want to, I want to say that shot that you mentioned earlier, the, the, the dunk put back, I think Kentucky was ranked and Arkansas was not ranked. But were they top 10 good? Like, was that, cause that, cause that team lost a lot. So I wouldn't think they would be still be in the 10 range. Ooh, that's a good point. Um, could the night team have been in the top 10? It kind of just depends how early they got Arkansas in the season. That's true. And was Monk. Did he win but his all of his games against them? I don't think they played at Arkansas. Monk did. I think they came to Lexington and, and they played in the, beat SEC. Him in the SEC. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, you're probably right about 14. The the night team would make sense, and also before then though, I don't even know who would be who a candidate would even be. It would be like 04, but I don't remember them losing. That was like the same. That was like the tail end of Nolan Richardson that wasn't very good. Hell, it's probably 95 or something, right? Yeah, maybe so. But 
Arkansas would have been ranked too. So we're just talking ourselves in circles here. Um, 11. I, I feel best about 11. Okay, let's go 2011. It was 1999. Mm. They beat number six UK 74 to 70 in Fayetteville. Mm. Okay, what, what do we got next? Damn it. Can you name the two SEC schools the UK has defeated three times after trailing them by at least 10 points at, at halftime? Well, LSU. That's not one of the two. <laughs> one of the teams that they've trailed by 10 or more at halftime? They've won three times after trailing them by, by at least 10 at halftime. We can't even think of one, Corey. We need to think <laughs> of three of them? <laughs> there's, there's two schools that, that they've beaten three times after being oh, down by 10 at halftime. So Arkansas is one of them. Yes. Okay. So who's another? Let's think of some teams with some big comebacks. Didn't they, the they, team I mean, they, down they, last year big at Tennessee and they came back? They well, they got down right off the get go, um, but that wasn't at halftime. They've played Tennessee a million times. Maybe maybe they would fall in line. Tennessee, to, Tennessee, close. It was Vanderbilt. Okay, all right. What's next? The last one. Can you name the four teams the UK has, has defeated either in the SEC or NCAA tournament when the opponent was ranked number one in the AP poll? So, one more time. Number one teams that Kentucky beat in the postseason. Yeah, either the SEC the, or NCAA tournament. Well, I'll so say. So Ar- Arkansas in 1995. Well, 94, but yeah, that's one. And Ohio State's one, yep. Yeah, in 2011. So, Was North Carolina two more. in the Elite Eight? No. They, I mean, they were numbered. In 2011, they were number two. If that's what you're right. Ohio State was number one. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, brain oh wichita state yeah boom they were not number one yeah i don't think they were were number number one one. they weren't the number one overall they were number two florida was florida was the number one overall seed that year that's crazy three times so we need one more oh i'd have got one not indiana indiana 1975 yep so one left one left suck it scoots (laughs) uh losers would that umass team have been number one with camby Oh, that's a good guess. Because they only had one loss. Yeah. But were they even a one seed? Wasn't Kentucky the one seed? I don't know. I I mean, I think they were all one. I think they were... Oh, that was Final Four, though, right? That's a good guess. I like that one. Yeah, we'll go UMass, although I don't feel like that's right. UMass is right. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Well, when... Wow. When we wanted, when Scoots was going to put that together, we we thought we were going to get more questions right. <laughs> Admittedly, we didn't think we were going to only play it two times. So, Corey, thank you. You hey, hate we you on, we hate my a- questions. Just say it, TJ. I, I, I didn't. It I didn't love the like name the four from nineteen thirty two for that. <laughs> that one I wasn't crazy about. History is history, man. The other one were solid enough. Okay. The. Part of the thing with Arkansas is that they were, like, we kind of missed the 90s hatred of Arkansas. Like we, I, we did. I, we, that, that, so, post Nolan Richardson, it was John Pelfrey. And I was like, I know John Pelfrey. He's the UK guy. I don't hate them. So, really, I don't, I can't think of any games pre-Mike Anderson, really. Like, none of those just stand out to me. Yeah, the Jody um, Meeks big scoring night stands out. But, yeah, I'm with you. They're uh, pretty, they're pretty forgettable. Um, and they're really forgettable right now. And I, there's a guy who uh, did Arkansas 
radio sports radio mm-hmm. uh, and he just started his own outlet and he started it like last month and i'm like buddy you this is like us trying to start ksr plus after kentucky lost to south carolina at home it was either south carolina or georgia Did we lose georgia at home last year no south carolina yeah i'm pretty sure that happened and georgia like, was the oscar Sheboy like just unbelievable dominant game yeah didn't I, lose at georgia last year though that that's probably what it was then but it because i wasn't one of the nil initiatives like announced it was after, after the, the Vanderbilt football well, loss? Yeah, they started the 15 club after the Vanderbilt. They were probably lost. like, Let, we want to start it while people are excited about football, but you don't want to come it off a loss. Maybe we just pick this Vanderbilt game weekend. We know we'll beat them. But I, I feel bad for my guy John Neighbors because it's like they don't they didn't even have a coaching search for him to like get some buzz and draw some traffic to his new outfit. They they they're really bad. Like they're as bad as basketball's been in a long time. So it's uh. It's that that fan base is down real bad right now, um, real bad. Could you call it the Arkansas Sports Site and call it ass? That that would be. I don't know why they haven't thought of that. Yeah, or it's Arkansas sound- Sports Station, maybe even. Yeah, it's yeah. better than uh, Natty State Sports, which that's that's kind of fun, but not. It's not ass. Corey Arkansas Bryce, okay. State Sports. I've got a trivia question for you. Oh boy. I need the combined age of Jim Carrey and Michael J. Fox. And your hint is they are the same age. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I actually think I know this. Same. See. Well, J. Fox. How, how do you all both off the top of your head say you think you know the age of Jim it. Carrey and Michael was, J. Fox? I think it was a viral it. photo from Jim Carrey's birthday party. Because he was like just had birthday dinner with some of my closest friends, and it was just a bunch of famous comedians. I know uh, Jay Fox is pretty young and family ties in the mid '80s, so he's probably born in the '60s. Mm, boy, uh, and you have to do some basic, simple math. Yeah. So not there's a little twist to this trivia question. Wait, 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 not wait, wait, only wait, do you need to know the age, you need to know how to add. I did get my degree in math, so let's hope that <laughs> that, that worked worked for me. Uh, I'll say mid to late '60s. I'll go. Uh, let's go. 116? Hey, wait. They're the same age. And if they're in their 60s. That's no, bad math, born, born in the 60s. Born oh. in the 60s. Oh. Not yeah. in the 60s. So, Scoots, did you see the picture I'm talking about? I didn't, but I'm pretty sure they're both 70. No, no, no. They're both. They're, <laughs> there's no way. They're, they're either both 60 or they're both 62. <laughs> so, it's either 120 or 124. I thought they were both 58. What is your I final think one, answer? 124. That is correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. good, Where's the song? Memory like a hawk. I already, I already put it on. Oh, damn it, Scoots. What? <laughs> a good producer is always ready. That, that, we got to have that drop like on just ready. I ready thought, to rock and I roll. I thought we were done with trivia, and you all proved me wrong. I just figured people may want some fun trivia questions. Okay. So when the devil comes yeah, out, there we go. Get me gonna praise we just need that handy at all times. Scoots. I was trying to be nice and make them younger. Sorry. Um, <laughs> we mentioned... Uh, a lot of things happening today. Um, local restaurant turns 100 today. Do you know which one? Mike Lennox? Yeah, Mike Lennox turning Linux, 100. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wong, uh, play, call, the, play the song. It's a trivia question. You got it right. <laughs> I call him Cousin Mike because we're, we're family. You know. Oh, okay. Are you was, all really it, family? It's So Mike Lennox's wife was my great-grandmother's sister. So they're, you know, distant, distant cousins. But yeah. You're related to everybody. So do you Southern. get free free fish then? Hell no. I oh, wish. Okay. Duke, big fan of the the quote unquote the fish place. Loves the fish place. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You get to just play on the playground and then eat onion rings. Is that that's right on the river, right? I mean, yeah. But 
like not like next to it. It's not so like you captain's quarters. Do you, you get a do you get a good view of the river? No, when you're you, there? but you walk up the hill and you can see. Oh, okay. So the uh, the fish fry that's by Churchill Downs is pretty good too. Suburban, yes, yeah. that is the one. Probably, so probably the best. If you're looking for like your um, this is the most like local niche things. So Suburban Lodge, I don't know what their club is, but they do Saturday fish fries for lunch, and they aren't open yet. No, they're open like March through November. But but, but it's a style of fish. It is the best fish. I in, for, in, they in call it Green day. River style, yeah. and it it was one. Yeah, it's it, they sell it by the pound. It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So there you go. There's your fish wrecks from uh, your Louisville locals. Green River style fried fish is cornmeal breaded, spicy with cracked pepper. Don't give away the secret, TJ. Come on now. <laughs> Green River South Louisville in the Mammoth Cave area, but the recipe apparently or- or originated at the Suburban Social Club Fish Fry south of Churchill Downs. Yep. It's, Shh, it's a secret. Oh, it's so good. Let's say that. The only downer is when fish fry season starts, the, their big thing, they don't want to compete with the other churches on Friday night, so they do Saturday. And do you really want to do fried fish for dinner and then fried fish for lunch the next day? Yeah, well, if their fish is that good, they should the compete. Fish is that good. They can just... Oh, they'd molly whop them. There's also all the old guys I know, they love the onions there, but they're just like onions. I don't, I don't get it. They're Would like the, little onions in a cup. I think Bill, Would the fish just be fish? Bill Raftery likes those too. <laughs> he does. All right, Corey, one more trivia question. Oh Which song is longer, American Pie or Hey Jude? Oh, I thought you were going to oh, say Freebird. I got this. See, I mean, American Pie is pretty long, but they do say Hey Jude over and over and over and over again. Okay. A lot. And, and there's like a long a lot. instrumental. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll go Hey Jude. Oh, it's American how much longer is American Pie? American Pie is longer than Hey Jude by about a minute thirty seconds. Oh, what man. is what is the length of American Pie? What do you think's longer, American Pie or Freebird? Freebird. I was gonna think Freebird. It's Freebird. Play the hits. When the devil come try to get me, gonna praise the Lord. It's still not the longest rock song though. American Pie is eight minutes forty-two seconds. Hey Jude, seven minutes eleven seconds. Freebird, nine minutes eight seconds. Way too long for a song. Green, green Grass and High Tides by the Outlaws, nine minutes and forty-nine seconds. That's a long song. Yeah. I only knew the American Pie one because I remember when I was a kid, we drove from our house to my grandma's, which takes about ten minutes, and American Pie was on the entire time we were in the car. Talking about Opa? No, my. Other grandparents. Yeah. The the longest song that I, I do know, period, that's a lot of fun, that's not just like a jam band jamming sort of deal, because you get some of those, right? Like Billy Strings will do a long guitar solo or whatever. Um, OAR's Craziest Game of Poker. Ooh, that's a good song. 13 though. minutes and 31 seconds, but it is it is a wonderful song. That's the thing. is That's a long song, but it's a good one. And it changes up, so you have like parts of it that sound different, you know, where it's like, and I said, Johnny, what you doing tonight? And I said, how about a revolution? And he said, I... That's it. That's the song. Uh, you would oh, probably think, is OAR in studio I, with you all? I nope. Just I, the roll call, fellas. I've got a question. Uh, who's longer, Ron Jeremy or Winyan Gabriel? <laughs> we need to take our first commercial yeah, yeah, break. Yeah. <laughs> we want to thank Corey Price for the trivia segment for the last several months. Uh, hopefully they don't come to an end right then and there. This is KRC on the Big X. CJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, Corey Price. No shirt and no problem. Blues, why?
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! <laughs> <laughs> Huh, is it Trivia Thursday or Music Thursday? Because I'm Nick Roush, I'm feeling like a songbird this morning with my pal TJ Walker, the sports talker. Corey Price still hanging out with us, Justin Bustin Kalen. This Scooter might Bingham. be uh, canceled Thursday soon, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, We've got some Thornton's text line grab-and-go text. Yeah, um, speaking of music, did you see the Bourbon and Beyond lineup? I did, it is stacked. Everybody's going crazy about that lineup. Because it's pretty awesome, I've, I'm... Tower Childers and My Morning Jacket back-to-back? That's, is, a, that's a hell of a day for Kentucky. Is it better than the 96 team? Mm. Is it better than... than there's there's than a lot the, of depth that, that here. Yeah. It, when, you, when, when the Beach Boys are on the fourth row, Young the Giant, Head in the Heart. Oh, the Beach Boys aren't the Beach Boys. Fleet Foxes. Yeah, well, what, the, what are the Beach Boys even doing out there anymore? <laughs> Singing Beach Boys songs. They're the... They still got John Stamos. I see. Thursday, that's got, what that's what I'm hoping for is that John Stamos shows up because he's he's pals with all those guys. Oh, we could. Uh, I, I had another segment. Is it a band that's playing Bourbon and Beyond? Beyond, or did I just make it up off the top of my head? Oh, that's, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Beck, that's another great night. Beck and uh, Matchbox Twenty, Dave Matthews. That's a that's a heck of a two, '90s triumvirate. Two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> Beck. Is that a real one, or is that that's that, that's a song by by Beck? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Neil Young, Beck, Matchbox Twenty on Thursday. Dave Matthew Benz. Uh, wow, love it. Tetchy Trucks hey. Band. Tedeschi Trucks Band is very good. Black he's, Pumas. That's on I Friday. Think I think oh, said, that's fun. I think he said Dave Matthew Bands. Dave Matthews Band. There you go. Dave Matthew bands. He's got multiple bands. Yeah, multiple just bands. One Dave Matthews. They, they make her dance. In now fact. it's actually multiple Dave Matthews, but just one single. Bla- Ooh. <laughs> oh. A band made up of people named Dave Matthews. They've got a TBD too. Love that. Love when you got TBD on there. Where Don't, is the TBD? Uh, maybe the band. Row on maybe the, right the band side. is called in TBD. I, I'm sure music festivals do do this. They usually wait until I can announce. You just late. said doo doo. By the way, it would be funny to be like, we've got a mystery, like. Saturday night, the third headliner is a mystery. You you don't you don't want to miss it. That'd be a good way that, to tease people. That, that wouldn't be bad. TBD is New Jersey's best music band. See, se- really? Yeah. Oh, so it's actually a real band. Yeah. Uh, are, are, but are we sure? They're from the armpit of, of, of America. So I don't know if they're that good. See, I'd be interested in Saturday. Zach Bryan, Cody Jinks, not a, Whiskey Myers, not not crazy about, but not against either. But I like Cody Jinks. Cody Jinks, pretty good. Eh, indifferent. The Sunday is the one that I'm going to try to get to. Kentucky plays Ohio that Saturday. If you were wondering about schedule, um, that'll probably be a nooner, seven o'clock SEC. Everybody Network loves special. a good nooner. Yeah, um, yeah, but probably noon the week after Georgia, I would imagine. But Sunday, it's Tower Tilders the headliner. My morning jacket. Who else? I've never the national. Yeah, the, I, the I, war I, on drugs. The I, Beach Boys. Milky Chance. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Dinosaur Junior. I think. Um, if anybody out there on the Thorns text line will let me know, I my morning jacket was big before I got into like alternative music, and I only say alternative because they're not really on mainstream radio stations. So if you got any suggestions on how, I've, I've all every time I listen to a my morning jacket song, I'm like, huh, I like this, but their catalog's so big. So if you have just something I can like a good starter drug for my morning jacket, please send it my way. Thorns text line. 
tweet at me, whatever. 502-414-1450. And go ahead, stop by Thorns today, pick up yourself a fresh cup of coffee, uh, maybe you get a breakfast burrito. I I got scoots off the croissants and onto the, the bacon burritos, mm. and I know he's just living his best life eating I those burritos. can't get off of them. They're so good. And then go to Salsaritas for dinner, right? Yes. Is yeah. it Taco Thursday? It is Taco Thursday. Is uh, is the War on Drugs, is that an 80s band? It should, they should be. Yeah. Uh, I've heard good things about them. Pretty sure they were uh, one front Wednesday band, but nevertheless. And is Rum Smith opening for Whiskey Myers? <laughs> Texter says, can we get Corey to just try some regular trivia one day? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> that that person's canceled. Texter on the Thornton's text line, a grab-and-go texter says, I feel like Nick's a pit. Oh, we read that one. My vote is for Winion. That's from Shannon O'Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shannon O'Bannon. Another texter on the Thornton's text line, grab-and-go. Who would you rather have, Nate Oates as UK's coach or Kanye for president? Nate Oates for UK's coach. Absolutely. Uh, yes, yeah. That's correct. Right? Yeah. I think yeah. We, yeah. All, yeah. We at just, the end of the day, a sport I'm, is just a sport. I prefer to not see my president on like all the time. Like I like kind of knowing he's there and he's just doing something, but I don't really want to see him in the news every day. And I don't want my president to have titanium teeth either. So. His titanium teeth? Yeah. Yeah, it's very expensive. How he... Yeah, he took all his teeth out, and put in titanium ones. He um, says, "I was a freshman at UK when Winion went viral. Couldn't believe it. What a time to be alive!" That was a wild SEC tournament because that's all anybody wanted to talk about. And it was a fun SEC tournament run. It was a fun tournament run. Yeah, TJ's got not one but two flop tarts today. These are the healthy flop tarts too, Corey. Healthy. What's, a, mean, what's a healthy? They're from like the yeah. Trader Joe's or they're the organic. <laughs> oh, so they're not like real ones. <laughs> organic club tarts. Correct. That's, yeah. So is it like cardboard? It's just, it, it's not as sugary. I can, uh, I can okay. say that. Yeah. I'll, I'll Does it taste as sugary? It. Okay. You can uh, test it out for us. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of like some of these. That, that's why that game would have been fun because we've got the Bacon Brothers and oh, uh, Taylor Acorn, which like. Those could both be just made up, but no, real real bands, real music guys. Isn't isn't Kevin Bacon in the in the Bacon Brothers? It could be. I'm pretty sure that's Kevin Bacon's band. I'm pretty sure. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. The more you know, see, that's what we get for Trivia Thursday with yeah. That he, same Kevin texture. Bacon is it's it's, it's a duo of Kevin yeah. Bacon and his brother. Yeah, it's quite. <laughs> hey. Same texture says 7:40 is too early to remember that picture though, Corey. Mm. Oh, that's oh. maybe. Save that for it's some non-fil- fi- it, non-filtered radio show. I think it's it's 5 o'clock somewhere, so it's fine. Another texter says, well, we got a few here. Uh, does he call it ASR? He's right about every other opinion that he's ever had. TBD is a band. At Dawn is the My Morning Jacket album, Nick. Way At back, Dawn, okay. Dream, Dreamscapey. Ooh, Dreamscapey. That's a good way to put them. Is, uh, did you ever see the... Uh, I. I the last cartoon I think I watched outside of, you know, a few recent South Parks here and there, uh, American Dad would be on during the day during college, and he got obsessed. Stan got obsessed with My Morning Jacket and Jim James. Mm. Yeah. That was, uh, just loved his, his dreaminess. He was dreamy. I would say, psychedelic. I would say, off the record, it's probably my, my favorite song by them. Okay. There's another, it's like Hammer or something. Uh, what's the one where the kids Hammer like time? sing the, cor- the chorus? No. No. Um, uh, Black something down. No, I'm never. Yeah. 
This is the Roush and Corey just go back and forth and naming songs. songs. Yeah, great radio. Well, that's why I'm confused because I thought you were a My Morning Jacket guy, TJ. I'm not like a huge music guy just to begin with. TJ is also bad with names and like he's great in anything pre. 1990 as well. <laughs> yeah, I've shockingly didn't know UK and Arkansas's 1930 basketball history. <laughs> but the the um, the tr- like TJ's good with names and specifics when it comes to sports. But if it's entertainment and music, it's just like he'll maybe remember the band and their sound. But like lyr- like you're not you know you're not a big lyrics guy, right? I mean, yes and no. But you're right. You're I know your especially for actors and actresses. Is, 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 I'll remember things that I like, but I won't remember who produced them or made them. Got you, got you. Yeah. Oh, here's another random question, because I feel like this is almost like a Wacky Wednesday. Um, so, wacky question for you. Uh, have you started your Oscar viewing with your wife yet? Has she put you up to I think we've watched like yet? one or two. Okay. Uh, we watched The Holdovers. I think that's on the Yeah, list. you mentioned that one, and when you first said it, I was like, well, this, I don't, but it, I think I probably would like it. Looks kind of Wes Anderson-y. It's definitely Oscar bait, as we stated. Yeah. But I'm a big Paul Giamatti fan. Yeah, I like he's, him. He's he does a good job in it. So it's like a, it's a solid watch. Okay. And it's just kind of pretty visuals, like the background, the scenery is nice. So if nothing else, that the, was, the that one was with Emma Stone that's total Oscar bait. I don't, I don't know if I would like watching it. Like I, I think it would be kind of fun, but then. When it's over, I would be like, "Well, this just feels like I like what? What was the point of all of this? Which one is she in? Uh, it's like good, good people or something or good things. Poor things. Poor things. I'm Everything. a big Emma Stone fan. Yeah, it's it. The way it's shot, though, Corey, it looks very odd. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's probably like a Paul Thomas Anderson type film. Very like just like, like way out yeah. there. I think uh, Mark Ruffalo's in it too. So yeah. Um, oh, what a but I'll probably I probably might watch that the the Killers of the Flower Moon I've mentioned that I want to watch that one but what, I, I saw what, the uh, the noms came out Scooch what's all the controversy with the Barbie movie uh, Margot Robbie didn't get a nomination for it but Ryan Gosling did Correct. so feminism not back well they're gonna need to make another Barbie movie about this <laughs> thing is is pretty much everybody got nominated except her and and, and the director the director yeah, didn't get it and correct. that was. My mom's big takeaway, she thought she was going to hate the movie, but she was like, it's so creative. Like, I just, whoever made this needs to get an award. But definitely not Margot Robbie. She doesn't need an award. Well, may, maybe she's That's just, what the Academy said, See, Ralph. maybe she's too much like Barbie that they just don't fall for it, which I thought that was the case for uh, what's-his-name that played uh, Freddie Mercury. And he, he didn't sing the songs either. I haven't seen the Barbie movie. Was she Margot robbed of a... It sounds like she was. Of a nom. Uh, I've seen... Did you see the the Oppenheimer? I've seen Oppenheimer, Barbie, and the Holdovers. I've seen three out of ten. Did you like the Holdovers? It was good, yes. Yes, it's uh, set in the 70s, so you will not like it. (laughs) I like old movies, and I like old history. I just don't think it makes for the most fun trivia for our listenership, uh, because our 1940s audience, Corey, it's getting smaller and smaller unfortunately as the day goes on oh, we wow. need to take our hour break we're already at break time we are Gosh, this so we're gonna come back by. and just talk movies oh, and songs no, and well we've got uh risque pictures crazy stuff in the nba coaching changes uh, somebody's pulled a full fulmer jim harbaugh's leaving yeah we got to mean for kentucky coach cal show lots of sports yeah we'll come back we'll get to all that sports talk thanks again Corey. we we love you this is roll call on big x tj walker nick roush Corey price justin kalen back after this Every night be tucked in close to you.
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Thanks again to Corey Price. Always appreciate his Thursday trivia segments. Even if we give him a hard time, all of us, collectively, three of us, not not any singular. But we do appreciate it. It's fun. We don't really want to talk about the UK-South Carolina game, although we'll get into a little bit of it here because we still have some text on the Thornton's text line to get to. But, yeah, we don't. Uh, don't but, like, we don't, you know, we, we've we talked that to death. Do I, do, I, do I need to talk about the 23 different lineups that Cal played? Like, well, well, that actually... We we will talk about that. Damn it, TJ! It's a, it's a radio topic. Damn it! Like, did we talk about it yesterday? Not twenty three <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I think we talked about like shortening the rotation and yeah, stuff along those only lines. Only two lineups played more than three minutes together. But I did like some of the people on social media. I think some of the people in the sack pack that came out and they were like, I mean, look, look at the number of lineups in the UNC game. And Roush, it was a number very similar to the one at South Carolina. Point being, when you have deep benches and deep rosters. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. The idea that you need some continuity and you need to let some people play through mistakes is totally true. I don't think you can really argue that. But on the flip side, Roush, if things aren't working and you've got great players on your bench, wouldn't you be foolish not to try something if things aren't working? Isn't that what people got really mad about, Cal, in the Wisconsin game in 15 is not trying Ulysses and Booker? So it's like, darned if you do, darned if you do not. I don't care about the, the, the numbers of the lineup changes. Yeah. I just care more about who... Letting guys play together. Letting guys play a little bit longer on the floor. And, and it's not... If it's the right guys, yes. If it's the guys that I want, yes. If it's the wrong guys, then get them. The, then make those lineup changes, baby, and make them quick. So I'm all right with doing lineup changes as long as the people we want are playing the majority of the minutes that we think they should be playing. And that was the issue on Saturday. Not the amount of different lineups, in my opinion, but who the minute distribution. The minute distribution is always going to matter more than the lineups. But if you're somebody that thinks that this team needs to get a little continuity and and and, and the guys get to need to know what it's like playing with each other and not switching every two seconds with somebody new, that's a valid opinion to have. The one that I think fans should be worried about playing less too is their guy Big Z. Because if you listen to the John Calipari show last night, he essentially said, you know, part of where Big Z's behind, some of it's the physicality, but big thing's the defense. Um, because he's not really sure where he needs to be at positionally on defense yet. Um, and that hurt them. Um, he's like, if if I need to play him, maybe we go zone and just let him play the middle of the zone. So if Cal is saying, the only way I'm playing Big Z is if I play him in his own not not ideal and he said you know he's like he was like i'll probably have to have a conversation with him and say listen you don't have to be the guy you were in your debut nobody can be that guy so like don't try it but hey listen we're gonna give you some chances if it's not working out it's not working out essentially said he just he just likes you go more right now he trusts him a little bit more so something to be prepared of to think about ahead of the game against arkansas i think Uganda is playing Good defense. I like where he's coming along. I've been in his corner for most of his career. 
as a Kentucky Wildcat. And he is a better option defensively right now than than Big Z is at, at the moment. But wild thing to say when your entire team has been behind defensively. Yeah. Like join the club, Big Z. If you know, if you're behind defensively, so is everybody else seemingly. And that is probably the one position where like Uganda has been solid. Aduthiero, yeah. when he's been healthy, he's been a solid defender. Those are those things are true, but is that the area that's well, going to keep somebody off the and floor? I and think secondly, some of what he was doing was just trying to do his temp- expectation. Yeah, pouring some water on. Yeah, on like, him. hey, fans, we. I know you love him, and but he fair. can't. He can't keep doing this. And, I, and you're exactly right that that's spot on what he's doing. But let's not like ten minutes wasn't enough on Tuesday. And if Kentucky, if Kentucky blows somebody out, I don't care about minute distribution at that point because why would you? It worked, right? Like we, we get picky about this stuff when it doesn't work, and that's what radio shows and fans and blogs and websites that's what they should do when things aren't going the way that you want them to you got a second guess if Kentucky blows Arkansas out I won't really care how the how the minute numbers break down or how they don't break down but you needed offense on Tuesday I would have played people that are better at offense more minutes including Big Z even with it only being his second game defense wasn't the issue on Tuesday night it was how you responded to their defense when you were on offense and it wasn't very good keep the text rolling in five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. One uh one other thing because you mentioned a arrow cal said yeah he'll practice if or if he practices the next two days he's going to play on saturday which i couldn't read him one way or another if he was saying that as like uh he better do this or else or if he thinks he's going to practice the next two days I, I couldn't I couldn't really tell that was just his one it's always good to try quick, to peel quick. back these cow quotes and try to figure out what the truth is behind this stuff I think what you had mentioned is is what it was his way of being like hey you do if you're gonna practice we're gonna have the expectation you're gonna go in the game if you don't want to practice then you won't go in the game but that's gonna be you not then we're not going to have you at practice and you're going to be off to the side. I think that was Cal. I think they're kind of, I think he's talking through the media a little bit with a do and more likely probably with a do's people, a do's dad tweeted something out. Cause that's what parents do. Yeah. Something along the lines of X theories on a do or wild or something like that. Yeah. Basically said your conspiracy theories aren't true. So yeah, that's where we're at. So I, I think that that was UK's way of, coming out and say, he said X theories about a dude being out are ridiculous and somebody responded back and he said transparency on what when he's ready you will know that's all you need to know which is totally true fans are curious when he will be back but I mean at the end of the day it is a dude's business uh, do you have an issue let, let's say Cal is using the media to kind of go about this I, I did see some Cal haters Roush say Cal shouldn't have said what he said in the post game about him or in the pregame him doing the dunks and he's not really he needs to get back some people had an issue with that wow. did you no no that, not at all. that it should be handled in-house that no it's been handled in-house for a month you, it's been a month and here's the other thing too. i don't have an issue with my, it my other thing the only part of this that's just a little weird is that Adu isn't some like highly recruited clutch guy that's like trying to preserve himself for the draft I mean, he was a three-star guy that Kentucky took a chance on. Cal coach's dad. Maybe this is his version of giving a dude tough love. I don't. I don't know. Um, that I agree. I think that that is a weird aspect to this as well. Secondly, a dude like you, you can 
you can shine. Uh, the eyeballs are watching this Kentucky team nationally, and you do something that nobody else on this team does. You, he started. He's been mentioned in some NBA mock drafts. Like NBA people have taken notice of him. But you got to play if you want. Can't make the club in the tub. You, you, if you want to keep moving up draft boards and making a name for yourself, you got to get out there and you got to play. I don't have an issue with Cal doing what he did. I I think that's isn't that kind of what we've been asking Cal to do is to be a little bit more transparent. Yeah, that uh, was a. It's, it's kind of odd that there was any of that out there, period. He's still not nearly as, like, I would like more transparency, but who wouldn't want more well, transparency? And here's the other but thing, too. That how, was a step in the right direction. How many, like, does he even know what the deal is anymore? Probably specifically? not. Specifically, yeah. Probably so, not. So that was, I think, Cal saying, if he practices the next two days, I think that's just fully putting the ball in a deuce court where he's saying, if you're going to go through practice, because I think he's been going through some stuff lately, like he's been going through drills, practices, stuff like that. Not like he's going through mental stuff. Maybe he is. I mean, who, who's to say? Aren't we all? But I think Cal is basically saying, if you're going to go through the practices, if we're going to take time coaching you in practice, then we're going to expect you to be able to go into games. Because it won't make sense for you to be able to do these practices and not play the games anymore. So that seems totally fair. Seems like UK should be getting close. It's going to be a fun game where you're, we're not going to be able to say the, the caveat, UK hasn't played at full strength. Maybe that's Saturday that you rip off that Band-Aid and, and, and they are at full could, strength. Could happen. Could happen. John on the Thornton's text line. John here. Good morning, everyone. Wow, the state of Texas is not playing around. Hello, Coach Harbaugh. Welcome to the Mahomes and Reed Conference, a.k.a. the AFC West. Hey, KRC, will this coaching change make a big difference in the AFC West? Well, got to go talk to you later. Ooh, I thought he was going to do the thing that everybody immediately did, which was how does it affect Kentucky? And How does it affect Kentucky? How would no? Let's answer the important things. How does it affect the AFC West? Uh, Chargers should be good. I would think. Jim Harbaugh, pretty good coach. They have a pretty good roster out there that has been injured. That defense should be better than what it is. Curious who his DC will be, but Justin Herbert's good. Um, they'll be they'll be good. Just Staley was kind of a dweeb. He had smartest guy in the room syndrome, and I just don't know how respected he was. I think Harbaugh will be able to get them in line. But uh, that that long saga is over. Sean Moore is expected to be promoted to head coach. He coached pretty much all their games when Harbaugh was suspended this year. Just a real weird way to end the... The Harbaugh tenure was odd at Michigan. First five or six years was... They were fine, a little mediocre. And they had top 25 finishes, but they weren't beating Ohio State. They weren't getting over the hump. They weren't competing for Big Ten titles. They were just, they're kind of like Penn State under James Franklin where you're like, oh, there's a 10-win team but just not one that's actually great. And then they win three Big Tens in a row, win a college football playoff national championship. But he's suspended for half the games in his last year, a quarter of them. Uh, six of the 15, he doesn't coach. Moore is there for it all. Uh, and the reason why I'm just, I don't think there's going to be significant anything. If the big turnover he might take Jesse Minter, who Jesse Minter, son of nuclear Rick Minter, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, he might leave the defensive coordinator position in Michigan to go to the Chargers, which might open the door for Steve Klingscale to get a promotion. <coughs> Excuse me. Tickle in my throat. Um, but when you're keeping everything consistent, I don't expect there to be a bunch of portal departures. I don't expect to shake up recruiting dramatically. Maybe they're not recruiting at the top levels, but all for all intents and purposes, it's just going to be a promotion for more that we're going to learn is officially happening a week from yesterday. 
who who's the front runner for the Michigan job? Office coordinator. Okay. All right. They're just going to promote from within, and we I mentioned it during the break. It's just I, it makes sense, but also, how, have those moves all worked out? In college, it's happening more in college basketball. Villanova's kind of stunk with Jay Wright's guy. If I were a Michigan fan, I don't think I'd like that one bit. <laughs> the The problem is, is it's just happening now, and your guys that you thought you could get, Kalen DeBoer and Jed Fish, have already taken new jobs because they've been retired. Um, maybe you kick the tires on Brian Kelly, but would you rather have Sharon Moore or Brian Kelly? Brian Kelly. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I Marcus just, Freeman. They did the similar thing at Notre Dame, and he's been fine. Jury's still out on him, right? Like, I feel like most of these hires, they're not home runs right away that you know. You kind of liked him, but you're still not sure. John Shire Duke, great example. Where you're like, hey, he's pretty good, but how good is he? I just don't know if the easy hire is necessarily always the the best hire. And I, I feel like Notre Dame, I, just th- I feel like sometimes when you get a coaching change that's a little bit later in the game, Sometimes the easier hire is just, hey, this makes well, sense. It's not going to ruffle feathers. There, 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 there's paranoia about the portal because you've seen what happened to Alabama. They lost their two best players on offense and defense. And does Michigan want to do that again? That's where a lot of the fear is. And I and I get that, but what's you know what what's bigger, losing some players to the transfer portal going into the 2024 season, or hiring the wrong person for the program for the next three years before you you know realize that maybe you make a mistake or you made a mistake or the person that you hired is in over their head. I think it's obviously you'd rather just lose a couple of portal portal players and hope that you make the, but it's like, it's Michigan football. That's why I was so shocked with the Notre Dame. Like it's Notre Dame football. You, yeah, you may not be able to go get option one or two based on your time on the timeline. Same with Michigan. You, uh, you're right. Some people so, have already kind of moved around, but you can still go get somebody awesome that you know that can run an amazing program. Here's my argument against it. What is the how do NFL coaching hires get made now? They hire the new hotshot offense coordinator that's coming up, right? That's that's kind of what the Freeman was going to be the next big recruiting ace guy. He just probably got this job two years sooner. And it's a Notre Dame job. It's bigger than maybe what some people might have thought. Same thing with Sharon Moore, where there's a, this guy's the next big thing, so let's get him before he goes elsewhere. So that that's, I think, my argument against it. Um, it's like a bad team playing freshman because you know that that would make the future better. So it's like, yeah, is this is Sharon Moore the best person for Michigan today? Maybe not, but we know in like two years, once he gets his feet underneath him, this could be mm-hmm. a superstar hire. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And if they... Can maintain it's a, it's that, a risk, but every hire right. is a risk. And if they maintain that culture, like they have a pretty high floor at Michigan, right? You're good in the trenches, good on defense. Uh, so I'm fascinated if Clint gets that job. But a uh, few other quick coaching carousel things. Uh, Matt House not going to be on Stoops' staff. He's going to be the linebackers coach for the Jags. So um, scratch that off the list. He got fired at LSU after two years. Uh, maybe work with Josh Allen a little bit. I guess they wouldn't be in the same room, but... Um, we'll see where Josh ends up in free agency. The other uh, coaching carousel move, uh, the Bengals promoted their quarterbacks coach, as expected. So now we're just, is Cohen going to be up for uh, the the Titans job? We don't know. Um, did say, did hear that Cohen was surprised 
his name got leaked. Like, oh, he like he didn't want the bear stuff to come out. Heard that. Well, it always gets out though. I I don't even know what to do with that. Who care? I don't care. Like, okay, um, sorry, it got out, or it's not. Yeah, I I don't I don't know either. But it's like you should have known that. Just it have a good gets year out. this year. Yeah. Have a good year. If you have a good year this year and you want to leave, great. If you have a bad year this year and you want to leave, then we'll want you. We'll want you out. So just do do good this so, year. Just everybody do their job. And, and that's why, like, we, there's a lot of speculating about Cohen. But hearing that, I think that was the only one he really wanted. And if it did got out, then so what? But I don't. I don't think he really wants to be the Titans' offensive coordinator. That's not Cohen plays. He kind. Struck me as he hated it last time around, being an offensive coordinator that doesn't call plays. Hmm. No control. He wants full control. He's getting zero control if he's not calling plays. So we'll find out more today, but I would assume Callahan's going to say that he's calling plays in his introductory press conference. My Cohen head membership is strictly right now in limbo. I've not decided if I'm going to renew being a Cohen head. Putting it on hold? Yeah, I'm just waiting to see. I'm not canceling it. You you know the cancellation date is later in the month, and you're like, well, until this new thing comes out, I might might cancel. Like right. I was doing that with my Apple TV Plus, but they got this this new Band of Brothers like show that's coming out. Uh, but it's all about airmen, and it's coming out at the end of the month, and I gotta watch it. So, but yeah, I, I didn't realize that show is just a continuation of Spielberg and Hanks' Band of Brothers stuff. It's just a different part of the different theater of war. I don't. Th- I think a lot of people didn't know that. Yeah, um, myself included. Bombing uh, the Germans in uh, World War Two. They tried making this HBO like 10 years ago, but they didn't stop, start, green lights, all that sort of stuff. They should have told Scoots to cover his ears. He probably doesn't like hearing about yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to boo, but I decided against it. Oh. Yeah, I don't think you should maybe root for the Germans in World War II. Since. Yeah, probably probably gets canceled quicker than Corey Price. <laughs> Man, Corey was on. He, he was on one today. He was feeling it. And I'm feeling the Thornton's text line from yesterday. We ran into a better team tonight. They dominated us on both ends. They out-physicaled us big time. They pushed our guards way out so we couldn't run our offense or shoot three-pointers, whereas they got all the open threes they wanted. They toyed with us and made us look stupid. Even scored three or four layups on out-of-bounds plays. Also Georgia. That cow, what a great tactician. No pressing, no zones, no cutting or back doors, no lobs. We have three seven-footers. We have way too much talent to be losing like this. Was this a glimpse at how our season ends again? Well, could uh, along those same lines, Texter, and, and uh, we 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 know that you're frustrated. Along those same lines, could you say that any loss is a glimpse at how the season ends? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not jumping off the the season's going to end for every team except for one. Yeah. I mean, it'll end for them too, but right, but it'll end I, negatively, I, right, all with the loss, but one. right? Um, I yeah, I'm not jumping off the boat just yet. I will say though, there has. I mean, he's been out coached by Lamont Paris twice. That's yeah, no, that's we're not hiding from the fact that that should not happen. That's bad. Yeah, yeah, that that's bad. And it's the out coaching thing is what it is. Like you gotta, you gotta. The players are they gonna play harder against North Carolina or UNC Wilmington? Is Cal gonna coach harder against Bill Self or Lamont Paris? Again, it doesn't. I'm There's not, a human I'm, element. You're I'm, not dismissing I'm, I'm it. Not, but. I'm not excusing it. But like it's it, the bigger issue is that his teams have just come out and played much harder, which is coaching. But forget about the X's and O's, which is true. He's out coached him from an X's and O's standpoint. And if you're Cal, that should bother you a little bit. 
But what should eat you up is the fact that his guys just come out looking to win even despite being underdogs both times. And they look like the team that's hungrier, more motivated, talking trash, doing that sort of stuff. And your team, two straight years, just sat back and took it. That should bother him more than getting burned on out-of-bounds plays left and right and the other stuff that was happening. And I'll say and I'll say this. like I, The no-cutting or backdoor is... I, I felt like UK would try to run their offense, but sometimes people would just go on one-on-one mode, which everything can call it fall back to coaching. I mean, it can. You can still say... Well, if the guards are being too selfish with the ball, coach needs to take them out or tell them not to do that. That's fair enough. But what happened? You were you're you're spot on in the first part of your text. They just dominated Kentucky on both ends. They were the better team, and they they pushed UK around, and Kentucky just didn't have an answer for it. So, uh, and yeah, well, I think we were pretty tough on Calipari all all the same. It was not his best stuff on Tuesday night. After the loss, it seems Kentucky may be the third best team in the SEC this year, and that could change if Alabama gets it going tonight. See, and that's the other part of this whole thing that, like, there's some loser talk going on out there. The SEC is better. I think it's just better at the bottom. I don't think it falls off a cliff like it used to, where it was two or three, like, good teams. I just, I look around at the league, and Tennessee has played great. But that's really it. I mean, Auburn and Alabama, they played a great game last night. Auburn has zero quad one wins. Right. That's what I mean. Like, I I think Kentucky can beat every – they can – Kentucky can beat and lose to every team in the SEC this year. And one of them they shouldn't lose to, though, is Vanderbilt. They have no business, but Stackhouse, for whatever reason, plays Cal. Well, every team in the SEC besides Arkansas, Vanderbilt, and Missouri are thinking about the NCAA tournament right now. Yes. LSU may be a little bit of a stretch, but – that's you're talking about 10 out of 14 teams that are legitimately thinking we should be in the tournament. Now, yep. will all of them make it? No, several of them will not. But yeah, that, and- that that's a lot different than when it was like, hey, the top five teams are probably thinking the NCAA tournament this mm-hmm. season. It, it is it is a different league, but that's no excuse for UK. Uh, but you know, we still okay. Good, we wanted the SEC to be better. Let's go win a better SEC. And Kentucky again, they're a game off first place in the SEC. Let's let's all chill yeah, and, yeah, and remember that, that. And Auburn's got another road game at Mississippi State, I think, on Saturday. That they're they're going to be coming off a loss. Well, and because it's one of those things too, you see a couple good players on each of those teams, but there's nothing out there that's just like outside of Dalton Connect, where I'm like, eh, there's no chance that we're uh, this guy's going to going to kill us. And even with Connect, Kentucky actually has big long guys that can guard him. I mean, or at least threaten him a little bit. I know that position over the years has just killed the Cats. We've talked about that ad nauseum about these long stretch fours that kill Kentucky. But you think Trey Mitchell is just going to get absolutely toast from Connect? If a dude the arrow's back, is he going to get absolutely ripped up? So that's that's the part of this where there is just a lot of, all right, let's just chill, everybody. I think the South Carolina game, understandably so, left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. But remember, that up to this point, that's the outlier. Yeah. Now, well, it, now again, UK playing teams close on the road or having struggles winning on the road, that's probably going to be a theme. The, the, yeah, and that's, the, I think, the bigger part because South Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi State, those teams, you put change their jerseys up and they're all the same, right? Like, they're, they're, they're pretty similar in how they play, style of play. Not a lot of superstars, but a couple good players here and there. They're very similar. Kentucky beat the absolute crap out of both of the teams they played at home, and then they 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 laid an egg on the road against that kind of team. That's more of the, 
how is this team going to respond on the road sort of deal? Is the is the bad shooting going to follow them on the road? Or are they Yeah, that that's that's more of where my questions are about this these cats. Well, if, if something again, Arkansas stinks. It is a road game and this team has not shown the ability to win comfortably on the road. Louisville, the only time they did it. But again, that that we all know that that's an exception. Not being mean to UofL, it's just the reality of it. This South Carolina team, or South Carolina, this Arkansas team has lost five of their last six games, all of which have come in conference play. A lot of them, let's see, one, two, three, all losses by double digits. If If something goes wrong... When I'm doing the Dash Clips post game show on Saturday night, Roush, and when we come in on Monday and we bring in uh, on Kentucky roll call, w- the conversation will rightfully be what is going on in this locker room because there's not yeah. going to be anything else for me. The South Carolina game was really, really weird. I mean, it just that was a I did not think the offense could look the way that it did. I think there is something to be said about the officiating and what South Carolina could get away with early versus blah, blah, blah. We talked it to death yesterday. Go back and listen to the to the Roll Call podcast. But if it's two games in a row, especially in South Carolina may make the tournament, and they may make the tournament and be able to win a game or two. I don't think that would be the shocking. Michi Johnson, BJ Mack, they've got some players. I don't, that dude that hit like four or five threes, I, I don't know if he'll be able to keep it up, but it right, is what right, it is. Right. Everybody does yeah. that against Kentucky. Arkansas is not that. They're horrible. So if things don't go well, I won't help but be able to think like, oh no, is there? has the chemistry been disrupted in the locker room? Now, that'll be total baloney. It won't come from like any inside <laughs> sources or anything like that, but I won't, ha- I won't know what else to think because this Arkansas team, you've got to take care of business against. Bad, bad teams are taking care of business against Arkansas. Good teams are taking care of business against Arkansas. If we think this UK team is better than good, then it should be an easy win. Now, I'll I'll give them a little bit of pass if Arkansas is just going bonkers and this is, but they're they're de- they're a dead team. I don't know if I even will give them a pass. This should be an easy win. We'll talk more about the game tomorrow, but got to take care of business. You get back on track, and you can do the men in black thing like Scoots has talked about the last couple of days. I don't think it's the sound they make. Scoots, you're being quiet today. Yeah, Scoots, why don't you talk? I'm just, I'm just not engaged today. I don't know what it is. I I got plenty of sleep. I'm just, just not engaged. Well, why don't you go by a ring, get down on one knee, and get engaged? (laughs) That's a good idea. Um, we need to take a break, but I do need to. Doc Rivers is a snake. There's your tease. Yeah, and my tease is I just can't. I don't know if I can get into NBA coaching talk, but we. But, but, <laughs> but yeah, but do you, do you know the drama behind it? No, I'm gonna find well, yeah, out. Yeah, he's a snake. Okay, we'll find out why Doc Rivers is a snake here on Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. We can get into some snake talk. Be little bitty, a little hometown or a big old city. Might as well share. Might as well smile. Life goes on for a little bitty while. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Good to be the king. I remember how it all began. I used to sing dirty. Rats. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big Eye Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Don't forget to go to ShadyRays.com, enter that promo code Big X for 40% off the best polarized sunglasses in the world. ShadyRays.com, do not forget that promo code, Big X, for 40% off 
at checkout. I got my Shady Ray shirt on today. You do? It's nice. You do? It looks comfy? Well, sleeves. It's, uh, you know, got the sleeves, but, you know, it's, it's warmish today. I do it's know. Nice I have good. it. Same one, actually. And it's, yeah, I got to play outside with the kid yesterday after school. Oh. Yeah, baby wanted to play in the water, but he, I was just like, I don't want you to get soaking wet. TJ, how happy are you with your car? A huge, yeah, that was on, I think, Tuesday. I desperately needed the, uh, had all sorts of salt and snow and it was real, real gross. I walked out to mine yesterday and I was like, holy smokes. I think I even told Roush, this is the cleanest my car has been in probably four months. Oh yeah. I've been driving all Thanks, over Rain. in all this rain, but it's nice and clean. That's, that's one positive about it, but yeah, if, once the rain stops or you get a little break from it, you can actually go outside and enjoy the outdoors and then not be five degrees, which is pretty, pretty, pretty nice. It's 55 right now. That's awesome. It is. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, speaking of good stuff, just quickly, because you're going to see a lot of like, well, oh my gosh, Doc Rivers back in the NBA. This is incredible. Doc Rivers, uh, he pulled a full Fulmer, which... Um, TJ, I know you weren't around for this and I want to say it was 1990 when Johnny Majors underwent surgery and had to take a leave of absence Sounds and like a Corey Price trivia question during his time, offense coordinator, Phil Fulmer got in charge. He basically kissed enough, butt to convince the Vol decision makers to force Johnny Majors into retirement and to give the head coaching job to Phil Fulmer because they played well when Fulman was the head coach. Um, that was a big-time snake-in-the-grass move by old Fulmer. And we got a similar move with Doc Rivers, who uh, he was getting poked. Like It was all fun and games last night when Mike Breen was like, you know, this announcing gig, it was so grueling that Doc Rivers had to go back to coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, turns out, so they fired Coach Buds after he kind of not get him over the hump. I actually, I don't really know. Because didn't they win a title? Didn't the Bucks win a title? And then a year later, they didn't. They fired him. Yep. Well, either way, NBA coaches, are they really doing any job? They won in 2021. Okay. So two years later, they fired him. Um, they hired this guy, Adrian Griffin. And once the season started, he brought on Doc Rivers in an advisory role. To like, hey, can you help me out, Doc? And Doc was like, oh, sure. I'd love to help you out. I want to help you out so much that I'm going to help you pack your bags because I'm taking your job. Wow. What a jerk. And I just love it because Doc Rivers, what's he known for, Scoots? What do you, what do you know Doc Rivers as? Uh, the Celtics. I know him as the guy who's lost more uh, elimination games than any other head coach in the history of NBA basketball. That's true. He's a loser. And... To think that the Bucks are like, well, this guy's going to get us right. Very amusing. So now I'm, even though Gian, Giannis is fun and they've got uh, Damian Lillard now, and I kind of, you know, they they can suck it. Bucks, take out your suck it, suck it. Big losers, suck it, Doc Rivers. Can't wait to see you flame out in the playoffs in June. So the Bucks coach who won the championship was Mike Bundenholzer. Yes, Coach Buds. Yeah. And then Adrian Griffin took over this year. So coached 40 games, and they're like... How do you fire a coach after 40 games? Yeah, and also, they it's not like they're bad. They're, they're in second place. Yeah. All, it's because Doc Rivers convinced them that he can do a better job. Which, yeah. of all people to convince you that he can do a better job, you're going to take the guy who just loves to lose games in the playoffs? I have always had a conspiracy theory in the NBA and the NFL that like these coaches just... like 
there I don't know. There's it's like a union. It's like a coaching union where it's like, hey, we're all just going to be pretty mediocre, but we'll all just pass each other around. Yep. And like once you don't work somewhere else, you're going to get to go somewhere else, and it's going to be great. And just you know, don't speak badly about each other, and everything should be good. The Bucks are in second place. They're three games back from the one seed in the Eastern <laughs> Conference playoffs. It's so stupid. They have the second best record in the NBA. Second best, number yeah, two. And they fired their coach. The entire league. Yeah. That is the NBA is just dumb. It is so it, dumb. It's so it, dumb. It's like you wonder why people kind of don't get by into it. I mean, the players, we get that that changes. That's kind of a regular thing in professional sports and college sports. We we're all right with player rotation, but it it would be if I was a, like a diehard Bucks fan, it'd be hard to just remember your coaching tree, let alone for just a casual. It'd yeah. be impossible. But that's why the NBA is more fun. The off season sort of like the storyline aspect than like watching the games because there has to be more there. Like there there must have been something in the locker room or something. You don't fire a coach that is unless, has the second best record. It came from the top. Unless Doc Rivers has a cast a spell. The, he the Greek freak must have not Mr. liked. Must have no. had bad. No, he, he came out. To, he came out last night and said that he had nothing to do with it. He was shocked with. Well, the that's fire. what I would say too if I had everything to do with it, but didn't want mm-hmm. people to know it. That's good point. Maybe people had the wrong diva in Wisconsin all along. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers, folks? Oh. It was the Greek freak. Maybe it's Damian Lillard. <laughs> Drama following him. Good point, Scoots. <laughs> like the way you think. <sighs> Text around the Thornton sex line says. There is an uh, there is a lot of overreaction this morning. It's a bad loss on the road in the SEC. If they lose this weekend, I'll be a little bit more concerned. I will Very, be panicked if yes. they lose this weekend. Yes, and I, I say that would probably be the only game left on the schedule. Let me maybe pull up the Ooh. schedule just to say it definitively. But I think this this Saturday is the only game left on the schedule on the road where they could lose. And I would say, at, well, no Vanderbilt. Yeah, can't okay. lose either of those teams. You just can't. Yeah, your next two road games, you you just have to win both of them. But then, you know, at Auburn, at Mississippi State, and at Tennessee, if you lose any of those road games, that those are going to be quad one losses. That's still They're not going to kill you. Rather than not lose to Mississippi State. And like then that, the, the other one, yeah, especially later. with the way you played them at Rupp. And then the other road game is at LSU, which I think that one is one you should win. But that will be that'll fall in kind of the South Carolina mold. Where Ooh, Damian Collins' revenge game. Damian Collins? I don't think he's doing much down there. I don't, I don't think he is either. Another texture on the Thornton's text on says, Coach Welch lost that game. Yeah, but the the offense got archaic all of a sudden. But yeah. they really should shoot more than 13 threes. That's yeah, just a, doing Cal, a disservice Cal to the was, strength of the team. He was big on the way that Kentucky was cutting. He said they weren't cutting hard enough. That was his big critique. Well, I, and part of that is early in the game, I thought their cutting was fine. I even made a note to watch it. Later in the game, it became more one-on-one, which you don't have multiple people cutting at the same time, you know? Yeah. So when you have one guy cutting also, with the ball in his hands. but feels like Justin Edwards when he's out there. He just doesn't do anything with purpose. There's just no, there, Justin just, Edwards gets bashed frequently, but, but it's not really his fault. Uh, just stop playing him because yeah. it's not it's not, it's not wrong. He's, like not, when he's, he's not doing a lot. I, I would watch him one possession, and you're like, what? What, are you, what are you doing? You're just kind of running around there, just trying to get out of the way. But there's no hard back cut or yeah, or the hard cut to get open at the three point line. Cal also said they they had, I think it was five threes that they just weren't ready to shoot or weren't prepared to shoot. And it's like, hey, go shoot them. 
That's true. I think we we noticed that as well. I see, don't know if Damon Collins is hurt or something, but uh, he's only played in six games this year. Yeah, I knew he he was hurt early on, and he's only averaging two more minutes per game than he did at Kentucky. So, did you see uh, what Dickie V said last night? I know you're probably on pins and needles, but he said uh, Reed Shepard needs to shoot more. Yeah, he hasn't played since late December. Poor Damian Collins. I didn't realize he hadn't played an SEC play. Uh, yes, Reed Shepard does need to shoot more. I agree with you, Dick Vitale. Yes, especially twos. Two twos in SEC play, I think. It's like, hey, you, your layup is just as good as whatever your kickout thing is. It's He's assist hunting a little bit. A little severe wheeler. Don't need to do that. I love this team, but 50-50 balls are more like 30-70 balls. Feels like that sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I think this team does a good job trying to get after some balls. On but, the rebounding, I'll agree with you. If like right, a ball's in the air and rebound. people are tipping at it, it just seems like it's never going to go UK's way. Well, UK tips it to keep it alive, but they just don't corral it. Or more so, it seems like UK does a great job tipping balls out of bounds. And it's like, oh, no, just yeah. grab it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Poop. Hugo was out there looking like a poor deer in downtown Louisville jumping into the river on every pump fake. Now that... <sighs> That's a relatable text to Kentucky yeah. Roll Call. What but, did happen to that deer? It's how, been years, and we have no update. Do people know? Do people remember the deer? Yes. That, and what, what how was could that? Never forget. I think that was like right when we got on air. Was there flooding? Wasn't that yeah. the case? Yeah. There was some flooding. A deer was in downtown Louisville. Running around the Belvedere. Some or people, like that. I think, were trying to help it, but the deer just thought that they were trying to murder it. So it, so it decided off of a, to jump off a ledge. Put take take its own chances. And I like to think deers are great swimmers. It jumped off a ledge into the Ohio River. I like to think it made it. The thing is, they always say, too, like, oh, that current, it'll take you. It doesn't look like it's moving that fast. Oh, it, it moves fast. <laughs> and especially that part of the river. Oh, yeah, yeah. Closer to the locks and all that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, that, that deer maybe went down the dam, but it could have been fun. Like, it could have it could have had a Woo! good time. Yeah, 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 a fun, yeah. A, fun, a fun ride down the dam. Well, just think, if it didn't make it, Circle of life, you know? Yeah. All the fish got fed. Yeah, exactly. There's some big fish in the Ohio River. Very big They're fish. All. There's no more leash for Edwards. There's the 13 games. There's 13 games left in the season. He has not developed at all. We were playing four versus five on offense. When he was on the court, his only shot tonight didn't even touch the rim. And see, and here's all that lineup talk we talked about earlier, TJ. Like, that's that's what a lot of this comes down to. You need to shrink the lineup. Well, there's it's. We know who needs to get less minutes. And that was that was oddly the one game this year where he didn't every time people had Justin Edwards criticisms, you would be like, Yeah, well he's playing less than anybody. That that wasn't the case at South Carolina for whatever reason. Everybody knows that we've talked it to death. We like Edwards. He's gonna get some opportunities, but they just need to be fewer and further between. Cylinder rule gave me flashbacks to twenty years ago in high school where I took an elbow just like this, knocked down Gashing, gashing blood out of the wound of my head, escorted off the court. On the way out to get stitches, I find out the foul is on me, and the ref says, you got to give him space. Ooh, other uh, Ouch. way that you can potentially get called for foul while getting catastrophically injured is when you go for the pump fake and you get underneath a guy and they just kind of take your legs out from under you. May have done that to a couple people. Ooh, yeah. Ouch, also. Slow your roll call. Let's concentrate on beating them in basketball. Our football team loses to Vandy at home. We'll always be average with a good season every few few years. You slow your roll call. Hey, why don't you just Suck it. perk up, buddy? Yeah. Cheer up. Take that negative attitude somewhere else. 
Seems like a lot of defensive issues are self-inflicted due to overhelping and digging down. Once we get into scramble mode, we're cooked. Teams want to try to beat us with post-ups a lot. Them threes beat you. That's a very good text texture. Yeah, I agree and, with all that. And Calipari was asked about that specifically last night, and he said it's not a it's not a directive to overhelp. It's a miscommunication. And yeah, and Dillingham, you know, searching for steals again. If that's not the game plan, then he needs to stop doing it. I can see a benefit in wanting to do that, but if it's not the game plan, you got to stop doing it. But more so than trying to jump routes and and get steals in that way. The digging down is really annoying, and that that's what this especially Texas when you got says. seven footers. Like that's the point yeah, of having. If them. they can yeah. score over top of you, so be it. Right, and right. if they want to just chew up shot clock down there, do, and do their dribbles, just stay patient and stay disciplined. And that's the discipline part is the biggest issue with and, this team. And I think it's because they're so used to moving fast. It's like, oh my gosh, I've been on one end of the court for twenty seconds. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you know against Hunter Dickinson digging down. Okay, I could kind of see that make him think about things that it, it, whatever. You also didn't have a five in that game. But it's a different game-by-game situation. If you have a team that can knock down open threes, which is pretty much all of them, then you can't make a habit digging down. And digging down on B.J. Mack is a little different than digging down on Hunter Dickinson. Like, let's use some common sense in some of these situations. The texter says, when the 22% three-point shooter starts 4-4, it's probably not your night. There was a lot of evidence on Tuesday that it wasn't going to be UK's night. The Reed Shepard missed layup right before half. They come down, bang in a three. You could just kind of see the little makings of that. But, yeah, you're right. That was another one. Once the do is back, there's a clear top eight, also a defined top five on this team. The rotation needs to be trimmed, and the starting lineup needs to change. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I'm – Again, I'll, I'll be shocked if the starting lineup changed. For also, superstitious if Cal, the, the good chance to change things up right now. I you think, just got smacked. Let's switch switch it up. I think you can get to eight if you consider it eight and a half, and it's just three big men rotating. Like you, you know, were there not like one specific? It's just like the big. Yeah, yeah. yeah where you're just like, okay, whatever one's playing well tonight uh, is going to play. I I'm thought cool. you were counting Justin Edwards as a half. I don't think he's in that top eight, Scoots. No. Uh, sorry, MySpace. Um, Not that it matters, but if Edwards and Bradshaw aren't lottery picks, we're never getting a clutch guy again. Yeah, we can we can cross that bridge when we get to it. The postgame quotes last night did kind of sound like Cal coming to terms with Edwards' production. Felt like a last chance before a dude was back. When, well, let's hope so. That, that quote, I know a lot of people got mad about it. Cause it was like, he, he's got to have a breakthrough. And you're like, well, does he? A lot of opportunities. We'll see. Yeah, let him have a breakthrough and a blowout win at home. You know, he can get like eight or ten points. It'll 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 feel good. It'll feel nice. It's just other people are are progressing. He is not. And he it's, just can't waste any more time trying to get something out of him. Especially and, when you have other options. It's what, not like he's the only like you you have you're relying on him to come through. And what Cal has to ask himself is like, all right, if it, if there is a breakthrough, what does it look like? Is it definitively better than what you're getting out of Reeves or Reed or what maybe a do will bring to the table once he's healthy. Is it realistic that it can look better than any of those? And I think we, we'd be kidding ourselves if we said the answer to that would be yes. I don't think we've even seen a simplistic two-minute stretch of Justin Edwards playing at a higher level. So, But even if in your wildest dreams, if you're like, all right, it could click for him, I think that would mean him hitting more outside shots, but he's never going to be a great outside shooter. No. And then I think it'd be just him finding some success, being able to get inside and finish at the rim, which – even if he does all that, you're talking like 12, I mean, realistically, like 12 or 14 points per game. It's just, it's not going to happen with him. And even if it does to a certain degree, I'm not so sure it's better than what you already have. So 
again, we've talked this to death. I don't want to border on just being mean to the kid, but we want Kentucky to be at its best, and that doesn't include him right now. So that's just the realities that we're talking about regarding UK's roster. We're brutal at the end of the half. Um, draw up a great inbounds play. Reed misses the layup, cuts it to three, give up a three at the buzzer, and bada-boom, bada-bing, it's an eight-point game. Yeah, the good old five-point swing just like that. Yeah, it's this team at the end of half, both first and second halves, I'm not overly impressed with, which is concerning because you're going to have to win a game in the tournament in the final few minutes. That's just a reality. If you look at Arkansas's profile and what they do stylistically, there's really nothing that should scare you. We'll be disappointed if they're able to make things difficult for us. That's what I agree with. Yeah, yeah. Like you, all right, home. They're going to get a home boost. That'll give them some momentum. They'll hit a couple shots. They'll get some open shots against this UK defense. They'll take advantage of it because that's what teams do against UK. But that should be about stylistically. It. They yeah, get like one run, yeah, one or K- two runs. Kentucky should be able to run too. So yeah. Um, uh, Nick uh, says. Uh, Texter says Nick some my morning jacket starter songs. One big holiday and Magita son, uh, fellow Robert Brown family member. Oh, cousin. One big holiday. That's their like most famous song, right? The one I was trying to think of early was uh, "Holding On to Black Metal." That's the one that. Black metal. Indiana Tim here. Big Z fits right in with the rest of the out of position guys on defense. Yeah, that was kind of my point. Indiana yeah. Tim is Cal saying that Big Z's far behind defensively. He's only been playing two games. Where where what's the excuse for the other guys? But in all seriousness, Hugo is a solid defender at the five position. I understand it, but how much more does Big Z bring to the offense than Hugo does versus what they bring defensively? And also, I, I think Big Z is going to be a big option for UK. I, again, I love the fact that he's just going to be so much bigger than a lot of other people down there on the block. I love the fact that he can shoot and knock down threes. But secondly, he he was kind of getting caught on people's hips defensively, and that's an issue. Like, that, you know, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, right, right. But he'll learn. He'll get better on that. And he does have a good natural shot blocking ability. So I'm excited about what he's going to look like in a month. That Jack Pilgrim tweet about part of the fan base really rooting for Cal and the team to fail is spot on, in my opinion. Some of our idiot fans won't be happy until they have a new coach to be smarter than. Um, I There are people that are just so out on Cal. Yeah, yeah, which I, I get. I mean, Kentucky's had the same athletic director, football coach, and basketball coach for... And I'll, I'll say this, like that'll probably never happen again, but it probably shouldn't happen again. Yeah, like sports is kind of, we're... We're we need to be new, fed. New, newness is exciting. It's not like the '80s when you had guys sticking around for. Now then again, if Cal years. had like one or two more national championships, people would be like, w- "I don't care if he yeah. can't even talk. Right. Get his, right. you know, get an IV bag, his oxygen, get him on the sideline. Just keep getting us those good players in those championships." But Which, I do think you just things are going to be fr- like I think eight years is probably going to be the max at both of those jobs. Unless it works, I guess, and somebody wants to keep making yep. $10 million a year. Yep, and we'll see just the future of the sport. It's pretty crazy. There's a Ross Dellinger article out on Yahoo Sports. So remember that Charlie Baker thing about having the new subdivision? Yeah, Charlie Baker, the NCAA. Baker. Exactly. Um, his whole, we're going to have a different subdivision where schools are going to pay players directly. It's going to get rid of collectives, yada, yada, yada. He's collected feedback from people and basically the only people that care like that matter he's got some support down the totem pole but the sec and big 10 are out so there's some meetings in dc this weekend they're trying to get some congressional stuff but uh long story short this this thing is they're coming in the rope with a lot of stuff 
Um, so curtains closing. Yeah, like it's the way Ross Dellinger puts it. Like they're being reliant on Congress for stuff, and that's that's not where you want to be. So good at fixing all of our problems, right? And then lawsuits are going to come up. That's really going to take the assembly to the bone zone. So basically, Greg Sankey and Tony Petiti, the commissioners of the Big Ten and SEC, they have as much power, if not more so, than Charlie Baker, the NCAA maker. Well, at it's least they free to... Big Z. Although I do think just, you know, it's ridiculous Kentucky had to wait so long getting this dude to play. Yep. Same people mad. Cal said that about a doer. The same people mad. He doesn't talk about injuries. Haters and losers. That's yeah, a great point. Of which there are many. Scoots has made a lot of ridiculous statements that somehow one top them all. Booing Americans, killing Nazis. Very interesting. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, that always puts me in an awkward position. I'm 50% American, 50% German. You're not, what am I supposed to do? You're... you're uh, root against Nazis is yes. what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Nazis Let me bad. Just, you, you can be proud of German heritage, not that part Suck of your it, German Nazis. heritage. There you go. That's And we've always said that on Kentucky Roll Call. We've been anti-Nazi Roush since day one. Day one. Uh, was not moving together. from that stance. So nope. you know what? We might have to kick you to the curb, Scoots. <laughs> Rumor has it that Adrian got fired because he was trying to trade Giannis's brother from the team. The Greek freak said, see ya, and the coach got replaced. Ooh. Uh, see, it would have to be something like that. Hey, because they're going to pick the star talent over an NBA coach every day of the week and twice on Tuesdays. Can you imagine a team that was like, we're standing by our coach. You're Milwaukee. Like, what for, you know. Yeah, he, who cares about no your coach? Chance. Yeah. Could, could you have named the Bucks coach before yesterday? Absolutely no. not. No Hell way. No. Hey, Scoots, I love country music Thursdays. So hey, thanks, fun. Dylan. I like the uh, uh, big old town, little old city. In case you wanted to watch the infamous video again, can you can you play it? The deer, deer video? video? Yeah. There, I mean, there's no sound. It's just the deer running through downtown. I thought that there was, like, somebody shrieking. No. Ah! I watched it. It's the sound of a deer. Oh, there's a new Justin Timberlake song. I, I do kind of feel bad for the deer, though. I, I had forgotten about That's the it. video, and I rewatched it. And when he jumps over that gate, he kind of, like, flips into the, into the river. Wave and three like, giving me a 30-second commercial. Oh, it's ridiculous. This video it's ridiculous. Wild. Sorry. When he flips over. It just it was sad. Like, he does flips, tumbles in the air, and then just lands in the river. I think he had been drinking at the Yum Center. That's a she, first of all. Oh, yeah. No antlers. Okay, but you, you see the deer emerge. It's kicking. Yeah, it, it's swimming It does a little ear shake. Yeah. Now, it is heading towards the, the more... Vicious current parts of the river, which is a bit concerning. <laughs> yeah, okay. Again, I think that deer, I think that works out well for the deer. I think so, too. Thanks for sending that in. They're surprisingly good swimmers. Roush, anything going on on your Thursday? No. Uh, actually, Any other yeah. Baby, baby announcements you want to make? No, no. But I uh, do have a fun guest for 11 personnel tonight. Uh, you know Roger Sherman? Road, Road Raj? Yes. He's just going to come on and we're going to talk football stadiums because he spent the year going to college football stadiums. That'll be cool. Yeah. We so, don't like to promote cross work. Well, we will be doing my post game show on Saturday, but, you know, we like to keep that. We yeah. like to keep the radio stuff okay. to the radio stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger Sherman was a former United States senator. Oh. From the. Ooh. Died in 1793, though. Was that the. Oh, different Sherman, not the Sherman plan. That Sherman. Yeah, different. He Didn't he burn the South? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was that? Was that that Sherman? We're, we're, correct. We are running out of time. Uh, from a sports standpoint, Bellarmine plays tonight. Are they going to get up back under Bra the winning Brain race? Hobbs is going to no. be back. They're on, it's homecoming. So shout out Brayden Hobbs. I'll They're playing North Florida. Take the money line. Take the Knights. Yeah. Get back suck to it, Dolphins. Yeah. Take it out. You suck it in. You suck it. 
Everybody so have a great Thursday. Thanks again to Corey Price. This is Kentucky Roll Call Roll on Big X Sports Radio. DJ Call. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kidd. Now that I'm on my way, you still think I'm crazy standing here today.